Welcome to Natureback podcast where we are speaking with entrepreneurs and investors about the green future. Today at the Impact Day festival in Tallinn, my guest is Greta Monstavice from Catalyst Hub Ventures. Uh, Greta, welcome to the show. Hi Tarmo, so nice to be here. Tell what is Catalista? Catalista Ventures is uh, a movement. <laughs> uh, in a more simple terms, uh, Catalista Ventures was created to support entrepreneurs to create positive change. So when we started six years ago, um, no one cared about impact. Uh, there was very little about startups in the region. And uh, so we knew that we would have to do something. We didn't really know what exactly <laughs> that would end up to be. Um, so we tried to support entrepreneurs in multiple different ways. Mm -hmm. The first three years was a lot about ecosystem building in general. So trying to us pitching to entrepreneurs saying like, hey, you can do um, this startup in a positive way, like you're creating positive impact. Let us help you. Let us give you money to do it, please. So it was a very different uh, startup investor uh, relationship back then. So that, that, that lasted for maybe one, two, then up until around three years until COVID. And then from COVID, everyone started understanding what is impact. So from then on, um, the acceleration track of our uh, Catalyst of Interest programs kind of arise, sort of a more structured, not like personalized, but rather like program-based acceleration of impact startups. So since then, um, we've done multiple different programs. We are based in Lithuania, but our programs have accelerated startups in 15 different countries by now. Um, so right now, I think if I count correctly, we are at 69 startups accelerated and we have another 15 at the moment and we have two more programs coming in in like very foreseeable future. So we'll, we'll cross the 100 startup line very soon. And yeah, so we are, we are working with the climate tech, we're working with circular fashion, we're working a lot with social innovation as well, which includes edtech, health tech, um, mm. and different other aspects. What's a typical startup? In which stage they apply or who? That would be early stage. Um, mostly they are all having already an idea. They probably have a prototype of some sort or even a product, but they have not usually uh, confirm that this is actually something that the market needs. So our role is very often around making sure that they are solving the right problem, making sure that uh, there's someone who wants to buy that solution, and, and also to align them with their impact uh, strategy basically, right? So how are they working with impact? How have they integrated impact into their business model? Because something that's super important for us is to make sure that with every sale, they scale impact so that you cannot really take the impact away, right? Mm. When the cost cutting comes. <laughs> so this is something yeah. that is very important to us. So early stage, uh, usually still a couple of people only in the team, uh, some traction, but not too much. And we then support them in scaling um, and understanding what their business model actually is and then scaling that. Mm. The impact and sales is combining them a challenge with uh, at least some of the startups? Um, depends. It uh, depends uh, what kind of startup do you have. So some startups start from a very business-minded uh, mm. uh, goal. And 
we our in our experience it's been easier to integrate impact into an existing business mm -hmm. model than the other way around so as i said we are working quite a bit with social innovators and in social innovation especially when it comes to um, more vulnerable communities uh, you know if there are special needs kids involved or or i don't know even teachers or like other groups we see that it's very difficult for entrepreneurs to actually charge money so this uh, change in mindset is one of the most difficult tasks that we've been <laughs> doing uh, mm -hmm. sometimes successfully sometimes not but that is also okay because then we we strive to get that answer for the entrepreneur is this journey for them or are they an NGO and that's fine. Exactly, somebody going to pay is probably the, the kind of the big uh, challenge in the, in the kind of general impact space. Yeah, exactly, exactly. The, uh, coming from uh, Lithuania, operating with, uh, with the startups in 15 countries, how, how different are the kind of backgrounds of the different mm -hmm. ecosystems or the different countries? Does it actually matter if the startup is from, I don't know, Poland or Czech Republic? Um, with the startup founders that we work, they're usually still very much from the impact perspective. They're impact minded still, at least they're interested in it or keen. Um, so from that perspective, it's kind of the same. What is maybe different is the access of network and sort of resources that they have in their uh, inner ecosystems, but then this is where we can leverage our impact investor network and, and our partner network to support them in that. So we don't really see a big difference, to be honest. I think, um, yeah, I think that that's been pretty, pretty convenient from our side because there's, there's not much difference. It's more like, what are the benefits of the accelerator that we can actually give for the different ecosystems? And we, and what is interesting actually is that we have, um, created benefits for very mature ecosystems. So for example, we've had startups from Germany or Switzerland or Sweden, Sweden-Australian teams mm -hmm. who came to our accelerators and piloted their sustainable products with, for example, local in Lithuania uh, corporates. And they're doing that because of the benefits that we as a small country have, right? We can get access to very important people in a very short amount of time. We can be faster, we can test faster, pilot faster and get feedback faster. And for them then, they get a big brand in a very short amount of time. And for example, one startup that we've accelerated called uh, Thrive in Germany, they, they wanted to um, pilot some like something related to wearables in the insurance industry and they said in germany like it's so difficult they are so not <laughs> tech savvy the people and like we know that you're very tech savvy and we want to test here so 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 yeah. we see even that the benefit of the local small ecosystem can be given into to a very mature ecosystem mm. i think one of the great examples is for example here at the impact day the opening speak comes from the president. That's totally normal in a country of the size of Estonia. It's not so normal in the country of the size of Germany, I guess. Exactly. The uh, one of the other good example from uh, Germany, actually, I was uh, about 10 years ago at the, one of the technology conferences, startup conferences in Germany, and there was a very cool special kind of professor team with a couple of PhDs. and. They had innovated a pen which uh, made sure that the person signing the document was the person who it was mm -hmm. supposed to be. And to this uh, 
professor, I took out my Estonian ID card and showed it to him and said that this problem is solved. Please take the next one. <laughs> because, I mean, 99% of the signatures in this country are done digitally with the ID card. That's, yeah. You don't need uh, to solve a problem of, of somebody you know, signing something on the paper. Yeah, here goes the tech savviness of, exactly. of different cultures, right? Exa so. Exactly. Uh, tell us a few words about the, how's the program. Now it, when it's more structured, how, how long it is to you kind of make an investment when it starts or when it ends or what's the logic there? Yeah, so <laughs> it's, a, it's a fun question uh, because I've said that it's more structured, but it's not the that's same. Structured. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that structured. Um, I think it's the, it's the benefit, but also a little bit of a challenge uh, for us as a team because all of our programs have different verticals. So, some, so we've done, as I said, climate tech, then we did circular fashion, and then there's social innovation. And we run all of these programs with different partners because obviously the different vertical, in order to deliver the benefit to the startup and like different ecosystems, you need different partners to support you in that. So that means that each of those programs are slightly different. Uh, so for example, the circular fashion program was like super long. We, have, we had uh, six months of the general program for 25 startups all around Europe. And then we had uh, top five startups who did the sort of fundraising, two months of fundraising crash course. Um, further with us, which culminated in a fashion tech investor event in Milan a few weeks back. So that was one type of a program. But then we can also do, you know, a, a three or four month program, uh, sort of a more intense, more, more condensed in the three, four months. We always have in all of the programs, this is a structured thing, mm -hmm. in all of the programs that we do, we have um, a chief mentor to each startup, which means that it's not necessarily the ultimate entrepreneur that can answer all of your questions, but it's a person that's going to do hand-holding for you throughout the whole period of, of the program to make sure that you take all the best that you can get from the network that we have, from the different speakers that we have. And if there's no one who can advise you, then this is the person who will find you, the, the, right the, the ones that you mm -hmm. need. So uh, the chief mentor is something that we always have in our programs. And, uh, and everything else, we try to be actually quite flexible. We try to, even if we have a structure for the program, in, in the beginning of each, we actually ask startups, okay, so what do you actually need? Do we need to add someone? <coughs> someone? Do we need to remove someone and all of mm -hmm. that? So this is um, pretty much. And we also had, as I said, we have been working with corporates quite a bit. So we had a couple of programs that were focused purely on piloting with large corporates, which is, again, a different, uh, differently structured exactly. uh, program. Exactly. You said that uh, you know, at least two of them are in the pipeline. What topics are in the pipeline? So the topics are actually um, diversity and social, uh, social innovation. Okay. We, we'll be, we currently have uh, the first batch of Impact Valley, which is the program that is focusing on social innovation. So we, uh, one of the goals for me in Impact Day is also to scout for the second batch a little bit because we will be starting the second batch in the beginning of 2024. Social value. Impact Valley. So, Im impact value. Yeah. What does it mean? 
the name or the or program? The, the content. What kind of startups fall under the impact value? So it's it's quite broad. Um, most of the startups are in ed tech, health tech, and green tech. But green tech for more like a social perspective. Um, so most of them are from from those areas. But uh, we are flexible enough to add startups that are not necessarily in those sections. So we've discussed travel tech as well as one of the potential verticals, and 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 others as well. But these would be. Uh, we would imagine that these would still remain the same, uh, the main ones uh, for mm. the next batch as well. Mm. Okay. The uh, what was I thinking? The uh, in the structure, the uh, the investment part. Mm-hmm. When do you invest in all startups? You pick for the program, or or do you guys invest in the end, or what's the logic there? Sure. So we're not a fund. Um, from the very beginning, we had a, we had very mixed feelings you about setting. You have the ventures setting. in the name. It's kind of we do we do, we, we do invest. Mm-hmm. So so it's it's a, it's a complicated structure. Mm-hmm. Uh, although no, it's actually very simple. Um, we are not a fund, uh, but we do invest sometimes. Uh, mostly, the investment is not included in our acceleration program, and our policy kind of internal policy is more that when we accelerate a startup. If we see a really good match, if we see how we can help that startup grow forward and that we are needed in their journey, then uh, we could uh, invest in them. But that's more in a couple of startups per program and not everyone. Um, yeah, and we are exploring uh, a fund right now. We, we were in the beginning sort of uh, hesitant. We, we didn't want to do the paperwork <laughs> and, and report the to all the yeah, and, and, and it's like, it's a difficult job. Um, mm. But at the same time, I mean, I've just been in a huge conference called like uh, GSG Global Impact Summit in Malaga. And you can, you get inspired like how much the capital can move action as well. Because that was very different from the usual startup conference. And startup conferences, I think it's bottom up, right? Like there are a lot of startups who want to make change. And there was a little bit of a more top-down approach where a lot of policy makers and like late-stage investors are sort of creating the strategy for impact investing globally and that was um, that was that was curious that was interesting so I'm not saying no (laughs) (laughs) no I mean it it makes all the sense in the world of course to have at least some kind of a cooperation partner if you guys are not doing the fund yourself directly at least have someone to work together with uh, often, I think the best uh, accelerate kind of successful acceleration accelerator building cases, there is some kind of investment vehicle uh, related to it. Exactly. I, I think mm. we, we, we've been also lucky um, enough in a sense that whenever we would invest, we would also obviously syndicate with our network of impact investors. And even if we don't invest, we have a large network and there was enough money for most part of our existence in the market that um, we were able to connect our startups successfully and, and support their investment rounds. So I think that, that's been, uh, yeah, that's been an interesting journey. We are trying to figure out what's the best um, for us uh, uh, as uh, Ventures mm. to in that way. Going back uh, two steps, what was the trigger to launch it? Mm. What, what happened? It was very personal. Um, the trigger was that 
I've had um, startup experience. I've had startup acceleration experience. Like my first startup experience that I've ever had was actually in uh, plug and play. In uh, like for for the ones listening who don't know, it's like one of the biggest accelerators in the world, mm-hmm. and and in their branch in Spain. So that was an an amazing uh, experience. So it was plug and play combined with experience in impact, and mm-hmm. then. Um, I came back to Lithuania from like my travels all around the world and there was nothing for me to do. <laughs> like there was nothing, I mean, of course there were some things to do, but there was nothing that I would want to do. And I talked with probably all, all ecosystem players and there was just nothing with sustainability and nothing with uh, startups in connection to that. And uh, yeah, so. Simply as that. <laughs> That's how you usually do things. If there is <laughs> no, yeah. but but also I, I have to say um, I reconnected with uh, now my co-founder Alex at a very right time. I, I just recently looked at my post on Facebook like six more than six years ago, and I was saying, oh, like exciting times ahead, which meant like I didn't know what's going to happen. <laughs> and I'm looking back and thinking, oh my God, you you really don't know. <laughs> you really don't know what's going to happen. Mm. Um, the, the, what are the kind of the next milestones? So we talked a little bit about you know pondering about possibly setting up a fund, yeah. a couple of the next programs which are in the pipeline, possibly likely. Um, what else for the Catalista's perspective? Yeah. Um, so as I said, like the first probably three years of, of Catalista was very much around ecosystem building. I have a sense that we are almost in a position where the ecosystem is almost autonomous enough uh, that um, it sort of it, it was built. I'm not saying that it, uh, we were alone doing it, of course mm. not. But uh, but I feel like the significant part that we had in, in building that within the sort of Lithuanian Baltic ecosystem was um, it's kind of kind of I'm okay with it right now. Um, then there was this part of okay so we have the ecosystem and impact um kind of curious now we need to actually make it practical so that's when we started doing all of these programs right when we started involving all the million partners and like all the corporates so sort of educating but practicing it as well through programs and i think of course there are programs uh, in the future that we're doing but i think the next step is also going to be narrowing down again, kind of going, um, probably picking a vertical, um, and we are leaning towards some uh, within the team just naturally, um, picking a vertical and sort of uh, really focusing on that because impact, luckily enough, impact doesn't mean one thing anymore. It's, mm. it, be, it became a very broad term. So, it basically means everything these days, right? Exactly. So it didn't mean nothing, then it started meaning something, now it means everything, <laughs> which is great. I, I, mm. I really like it. So right now I think it's going to be narrowing down and focusing on that and uh, finding the best model to do it, mm. which is very broad, but this is yeah. as much as I can say <laughs> to you enough, yeah. today. Yeah. Uh, good luck with that. And thanks for this interview. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. 
We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Electrocast. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electrocast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electrocast. Cast.